Take one. Eyes closed, the world drifting away into the night, Casey sleeps soundly. A cool autumn wind flows through the half-open window of the old cabin, ruffling the silk sheets that cover her body. Reflexively, she pulls the linens closer to her to stay warm. Just as she nestles comfortably back into full sleep, the sound of the window slamming shut awakens Casey. Startled by the noise, she looks towards the window, groggily wondering what caused it to shut. Out of the corner of her eye, Casey sees a shadow swiftly moving out of the room, and her heart begins to race. As she stretches her arm out to the other side of the bed, she feels like one does when they reach for someone sleeping next to them. Finding no one there, she flings back the covers and rushes to look out the window. She catches the glimpse of a figure running away from the cabin into the dark woods. Beginning to panic, Casey turns around and yells, Steve? Steve! Casey runs from room to room, calling her boyfriend's name, but can't find him. She sees the back door cracked open in the kitchen and immediately grabs her cell phone lying on the counter next to her purse, where she had left it the night before. While dialing 911, Casey sees the butcher block full of knives and instinctively grabs one. Rushing back to her room, she locks the door. 911, what's your emergency? A female operator asks in a pleasant, concerned tone. Casey's voice trembles, almost as if she were shivering from excessive cold. I, I think someone's in here. Steve, I can't find Steve. Her fright and desperation are unmistakable as the word help slips from her cracking voice. And ma'am, stay calm. The first thing I need to know is your address and your name. It's Casey, 2015 Solemn Lane. Please, hurry! Okay, Casey, help is on the way. Where are you located in the house? I'm in my bedroom. You mentioned somebody being there. Did you see anyone? Yes, I, I saw someone outside my window dressed in black. I'm... I'm so scared. I, I can't find Steve. Where's Steve? I have to get out of here. Casey, we need you to stay put. I've informed the authorities of your location, and I will stay here on the phone with you while we wait. No, I, I can't be in here. The stranger was in my bedroom before. What if he comes back? I'm going to lock myself in the bathroom. Okay, ma'am, move quietly. The police should be there very soon. Casey slowly moves to the bathroom as if trying not to be seen. After locking the door, she sits down on the toilet seat, eyes fixed on the door, with the knife clenched tightly to her body. Still holding the phone in her other hand, the voice of the emergency operator fades into the background as she sits in dread, anticipating someone to burst through the door. Drip. Drip, drip. The dripping water from the tub faucet interrupts Casey's concentration on the door as it echoes in her ears, magnifying the horrific situation. As fear consumes her, she hesitantly swings back the shower curtain, almost expecting someone to jump out at her. 
As she reaches for the knob, what she sees inside the tub is nothing she could ever have anticipated, even in her worst nightmares. Shaking, she instantly drops the phone, and screams of panic escape her mouth. Ma'am, are you okay? What's happening? The operator's voice, coming from the phone on the floor, breaks Casey out of her frozen desperation, and she slowly moves away from the tub. Her screams turn into uncontrollable sobs. With her back against the sink, her face is wet with tears as she stares at Steve's mutilated body. His stomach has been sliced open, his intestines fed into his mouth and pulled out through his slit throat. Unable to handle the gory sight any longer, Casey faints and slumps to the bathroom floor.